a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. So this is my dream scenario, though. I want the last match, ATK versus VFC, to come here with both teams and Goa in the having place, yeah. in a fray, having this result mattering for the top sure. spot. I think we know who's top. Awesome. Goa goes up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I the, think that's quite, unless Goa win all their matches. Hmm. That's quite possible. Yeah, that's. I'm hoping that nobody fucks this up. A tennis scoreline in Kerala, Lobera Go Goa gone, and Chennai Express coming through. This will be one of the key topics that we discuss in this episode of Injury Time. Hello, I am Sandeep, and with me there is as always Devine. That intro made a sudden detour from tennis to <laughs> Bollywood. I love it. Yes, <laughs> really good. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, along with that, uh, we have Anirudh Menon also. Hola. Yes, keeping up with the Spanish yes. routine. Yes, si, si. So let's just go straight into your favorite Spaniard in <laughs> India. So, uh, what's happening with uh, Lovera? Oh, what's, happen- what's happened with Lovera? <laughs> what's, ha- what's happened with Lovera is that he's gone bye bye, hasn't he? Uh, it was kind of a surprise that they would do this at this stage of the season. Uh, we had, uh, like, we've heard that, we've been given to understand that there had been some tension between Lovera and management and some of the players for a while now. Uh, from the beginning of the season onwards. But still, I thought uh, with with the season at such a crucial juncture, with just three games to go in the regular season, I thought he would be given the season. Uh, That didn't happen. It may be because of the rigidity of both parties involved, in the sense that Lopera probably didn't want to back down and accept whatever the manager wanted him to, in terms of not just off-field negotiations and stuff, in terms of on-field also, maybe. And similarly, the management is like, if that is the case, then let's you know, part ways. So I, I don't know if it's the right thing. Uh, for Goa's sake, I hope it is. Uh, they're in a great position in the league. They have a great chance for the playoffs. Uh, Derek Pereira is a lovely, lovely man, good, very good coach. So hopefully for Goa, nothing unto what happens. And Hopefully, for Lobera, something else comes across. I think you were filling me in, uh, Sandeep, on some of the details that you've come to know from the Goa camp about what really happened. So, why don't you tell the listeners what you've learned? Oh, I mean, some of them is obviously there's problems with management yeah. in terms of uh, contracts and stuff like that. And uh, there has been rumors that he lost the dressing room, which I honestly don't think that happened. Maybe problems with few players, uh, one or two. 
but uh, that's about it but then but i guess for goa if you are looking at a few uh, long term future he's already the highest paid coach so how much more maybe at the end of the season if he could have waited they would have negotiated something but it was something long time coming i assume yeah and so, uh, what you what you've come to know is that uh, the management didn't op- did offer that uh, they should have they wanted to negotiate yeah, yeah season but he was yeah. reluctant and he wanted something done right now so again it just shows the kind of ad hoc approach uh, that indian football clubs take which we've talked about in yeah, past yeah. Uh, episodes of this podcast that well, it makes sense no if you negotiate he's already he's not won the title yeah i mean this is my opinion it's not yes. on the club yes he's not won the title yet he's yes. just been there and there about and yeah. if he gets to the champions league the first person to get an indian club into the champions league then yeah. obviously you know his valuation will be much higher yes and uh, when goa also has to look at their finances because they have been retaining players correct and that's going to cost them more and more and more money as the years go on yeah. so i mean as you rightly said it will probably not impact them and i think anirudh also touched upon it that it won't impact them immediately yet but yes in the long run um maybe this will not I, only time will tell if this was the right move or not but they need somebody nice to actually now step into his shoes they've got a good team they've got some good players again as you mentioned if you what we heard is true is that he lost the dressing room or certain members of it then maybe they need a character who can actually put them together and make them play again as a team because let's face it they have been one of the standout teams of the season i mean probably with atk the two top teams but what did you think of their performance this year now now it's we are doing yes. post mortem yes after everything is done like you said how good they were and yeah. but they've always had that even last year where yeah. they won't finish games off now you seen that in the last two three games yeah. they can see two goals make a, a game out of it in the second half so uh, what did you do you personally feel like they played better or worse than last year so i think we touched upon this in the last podcast where uh, it's not about the small teams they destroy small teams it's not it's not a problem i know there are like only 10 teams but it's only hyderabad is this kind of small <laughs> but they they i uh, like even the odisha game you always knew they were going to score more you always knew what odisha did go or would go on and score so uh, it's the big teams is against the bengalurus and the atks that they choke there's no other word for it is it that they they choke in front of goal they don't play the way they usually do and that's been the case since lovera came in so maybe that is that was one of the factors in terms of the run into the title in terms of the playoffs yes. where they want the ISL crown just to play devil's advocate here that's a very small sample size so i don't know if you can extrapolate that and of course you know blame that on the coach in the sense that somewhere the players also have to take up responsibility definitely again in a lot of those games they dominated even against bfc here they were the dominant team and could have killed the game off maybe they just made a slightly tactical mistake of actually opening the game up a bit more and allowed bfc to hit them on the counter so those those things they are easier to say on hindsight but uh, yes i mean they played well and as you said i mean i i don't know if there's a fair comparison with last season we we'll probably only know once the season's over but uh, they've definitely they're scoring goals uh, manveer singh has been one of the standout performers for them who's an improvement over last season because they didn't have a character like him you know uh, chipping in as well last year and uh, dongdu has done well as well so perhaps the contribution from some of the indian players has been better Boom has been a standout. Brandon has really evolved uh, over both years. To be fair, even absolutely, last year he was very good. But the third two levels are falling out as well. He's just getting better with Trusting every game with the ball. So, so some mostly positive side. I can't see too many negatives. Yes, they are a little brittle at the back, but that sometimes happens when you play that uh, you know attacking brand of football. 
So, uh, before, before we move on, if I, if I, on a personal note, I think I, I feel for Lopera because he's got the team to where the team is. Uh, you can say he's he's maybe lost, like you said, lost a bit of the dressing room. Yeah, I saw your tweet in Spanish, wasn't there? Ah, I know, yeah. I Google translated <laughs> that. I use Google translate. What, what was it? I didn't. Uh, I just like all the best. Oh, okay. Wish you best moving forward. So, no, what I'm saying. Did they, did they reply? Not yet. Okay. It obviously pissed us. <laughs> but you, reply, you the took the effort to write it in Spanish, so... See, so they, <laughs> no, all, all I'm saying is that, um, on a personal note, I mean, if we were in Lobera's shoes, we would also feel disappointed because three games away from what might have been a historic league triumph, where the, the first time that a league triumph matters in the ISL, he's got them to where they are. Let's not take it away from him. Yeah. He, there may be problems with him, there may be problems behind the scenes, like we have said, but the main reason Goa are where they are right now is because of it. And I felt he deserved those three games as well. Uh, but like we all say, yeah. hopefully it doesn't. And, yeah. and what Sandeep mentioned, that if there was an impasse over the contract renewal, then it was also, I think, important for him to back down. True. One of the parties had to back off. I mean, it is, it is football at the end of the day. So somebody has to pay the price. I understand maybe they could it's have gone until the yeah. end of the season, but uh, it is what it is. I, I mean, mean I we won't know till we know the you know both sides of the story, or maybe Lopera opens up and tells somebody yeah. about what really happened. But, yeah. It is one of those things. Uh, I mean, I'm sure the club is looking at their long-term future more than just here yeah, in like, the season. And plus, the management is laying down a marker. They they won't go down to anyone, regardless of who they are. And they're doing a lot of good things in Goa and Circuit. Oh, true, so true. I assume uh, they're just trying to get the best. We give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, absolutely. I think Goa deserves that much at least, being one of the better teams, better run teams, so to speak. In but uh, you guys think the top squad is now a struggle for them? Or? I don't think so. I don't think it will be influenced this early yet because the team is the same, the players are the same, their philosophies will be the same, and as we mentioned, that maybe they'll you know start playing a little more unitedly if there was some issue before this. I think I know it might And they'll have a point to prove. If that was the case, they'll have a point to prove. Yeah. And they're all very good footballers. So, yeah. I think that dressing room rift is a little. Yeah. I mean, overplayed. Played a few yeah. I mean, if, it, if it was really bad, they wouldn't be top. Yeah, Who they? My That's only concern is clearly a few of the senior foreign players were very sort of in sync with Lobera. Very I hope those very guys ca- carry on with the same momentum. Right? You know, they'll give their best again. They shouldn't lose interest and they shouldn't get affected by what has happened. Because they need to realize that it's just three games away. They win three, they should be right on top. I mean, it'll be a nice chase between them and ATK, I suppose. Yeah. Unless BFC have a say in it. Yes. That's the last game. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, speaking of ATK, they dug deep to get themselves out of trouble against Northeast and then had a very comfortable win yesterday yes. against Subshipur. Yes. So, uh, they, they've shown both sides of their character now. And it's a good team. There's, yeah. there's no doubting that. The Northeast game was a very good one because Northeast, I thought, probably played one of the best games of this campaign. Very smart, uh, sort of compact and intelligent football that they played. Took the game to ATK, had their chances. Uh, we saw Arindam come out mm-hmm. and yeah, save them right true. in the 85th or 86th minute with a beautiful through ball from Nikhil Kadam, which he had to intercept. And then Balwan Singh delivering. I'm always happy when Balwan scores. Like he's one guy I've seen, you know, <laughs> pretty much from the start of his career. And yeah, I mean, he was clearly pumped when he scored because that's something he brings in. Yeah. He brings in that physicality. 
he's a pretty uh, he's a underrated footballer in the sense that he's got a lot more skills than he's given a lot of credit for but very hard working guy and i mean could be a very crucial goal in the context of the overall title chase i'm actually struggling to find questions for atk because they have been so consistent and plus yeah. balwant has shown that they have a plan b which is the problem with let's say bfc and also the team and yeah. goa in that plan a fails they struggle they right? also who can who can do ah, so they have a variety in that yeah. attack they have a variety in terms of who delivers the ball who how they bring the ball about so it's, again like we've been saying from day one ATK will, let's be honest. I mean, they will be powerhouses because of the kind of financial backing they have. And now with the consolidation with Mohan Bagan, they'll be even a bigger force in Indian football. So expect a lot from them in the time to come. I think they'll be one of the teams in the next few years. But you also have to give credit to that the way they spend their money as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think we've seen two better simultaneous foreign buys than Williams and Krishna. They came. They immediately improved the team. They. Um, they are, they they don't seem arrogant or aloof. They seem connected with their teammates. They all celebrate the goals. Yeah, and a good uh, sensible choice to bring back Habas because he Absolutely. knows what it takes to win, and you know, he has a relationship with the club, and that's working out well. So the Western club at the moment, although they have thrown a lot of money, True. to be fair, True. Yeah. and not but every club has that kind of. No, but we've seen people throw money and it not stick anywhere. Ah, sure, fair enough. I mean, they've spent, but they spent intelligently. Yeah, correct. Uh, so, that's of course, the, that that the asterisk always exists, but give them credit where it's due. Absolutely. I mean, being a United fan, you know how throwing money doesn't work. Yes, because a Chelsea fan doesn't understand money throwing at all. No, but they win. They doesn't. <laughs> so uh, now moving on to coming back to Indian football. Let's move to our local team here, Bangalore FC. Uh, Set piece masters. At the moment in time, in 13 of their 19 goals have come directly or indirectly from uh, set piece situation, penalties, free kicks, uh, corners. But uh, are, you, are you convinced, Devine? You are giving me that. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. The game against Hyderabad, I think, was a prime example. I'll, I'll tell you something interesting. Uh, that day, I was planning to come to the game, but I was not feeling too well. Then there was also a There was a human chain that uh, my colleague Shahda and I went to, and we sang the national anthem, and we sat at town hall for a little while. Then we came back to office. I still had time to come to the game, but I chose not to. But I, I watched it in office uh, with the rest of the desk, and I kept saying that I have this feeling that Bangalore might, you know, muck this up. Hmm. That's how the game went. I mean, I couldn't believe that they struggled to beat Hyderabad. Um, just didn't look very convincing at all. They, they had their chances. And yeah, they scored a outstanding early goal, but again from a set piece. So it's becoming a little bit predictable, and that worries me. That even if they get into the playoffs, which they should, obviously they are in a position to finish in the top four. But uh, with a quality team against them, they could be easy pickings because there doesn't seem to be much variety to their side. And something which I was actually discussing with a friend who's you know part of the broadcast every year, and he says that he's watched every ISL game till date around the years. Uh, we were both debating that have players 
improved on the quadrant or have they regressed a bit? And I honestly don't know the answer to that. I'm kind of leaning towards the latter on the basis of what we've seen this year. I mean, not obviously counting somebody like a Sunil Chetri who's, you know, sort of planet by himself. Some of the younger players, are they looking as sharp as they did last season? I mean, is there something maybe the coach needs to look at in terms of whether he's able to get the best out of them? Uh, some that's that's interesting. I haven't thought of that. Yeah. Uh, I think Udanta has regressed, but yes. I don't think it's because of the coach. I think, yeah, I think it's because of down to him. Yeah, but I mean he's been a bit more consistent round the years uh, in most seasons. I mean this yeah. this has probably been his worst season in Indian football. But to be fair, Kodrat is cognizant of that in, in terms of yeah. and what he's done has helped a bit because Correct. he's he's come back a little strong after he's, he was benched. Yes, after he was that's kept true. out of the team. That's true. It's not, it's not like But I have to say, yeah. Beke is not the same player. Maybe it's whatever yeah. happened with the injury and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, more than also the, the sort of immediate impact on players, is he also aware of what his best 11 is and what the best positions of each of them are? Something we've debated right from the start of the season. So, maybe somewhere he's missing a few tricks. I mean, I don't know if uh, Deshaun Brown will be the answer to all of that. But uh, obviously, the Thing, the common theme we noted right from the first season of the ISL is that A, you need the best possible foreign players and B, you need to have all of them playing in the best positions to get the best out of the Indian players that you have in your squad. So, I don't know if BFC have got that chemistry right this year. So, hmm. And I have been probably the one saying on this podcast that they're still one of the best and hmm. still one of the favourites but I'll withdraw that statement now <laughs> in the sense that even numerically it looks a little bit difficult for them hmm. and they'll have to really dig in deep and get results in all of their remaining games and hope for some you know, favours along the way. Of course, they can beat uh, ATK in a direct uh, head-to-head. They think they're playing Chennai and Blasters and uh, ATK. Yeah, tough games because Chennai oh, are really, really good. building up a head of steam. So, that could be the first uh, you know, major hurdle that they crash at. I won't be surprised if that happens. And Chaturvi likes nothing better than cooking a party. So. Uh, but let him first uh, figure yeah. out how to lose. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave Kerala to you yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> But they are also starting their AFC Cup campaign. Yeah. yeah. So, how much of a distraction is that? It's a, it's a valid question because, I mean, at some stage they might have to look at themselves and say that, yeah, this is proving to be too much of, of a uh, emotional and physical you know, drain on our energies. That said, they have, I think, the squad depth to be able to deal with the early stages of the AFC Cup. So, it shouldn't be too bad, but yeah, once we get more into the season, that will definitely sort of drain their team a little bit. What, what do you feel? Like, uh, now he's, he's brought in a valid point now, now that I think about it. I hadn't really thought about it. I mean, individually, I've seen... Like, one of the people I always get confused about is uh, Khabra. He used to be a star when he was in Kolkata. Yeah. And he came here as a star. Now he's turned himself into this uh, utility, utility player who's able to play, do a decent job of right back, defensive midfield, wherever you need him to. To be fair, you need people like that. You need players. Every squad like, needs players who are... He was the guy who made the first but was he Was he better than... Like, where do you think his best position is right now? No, he can't also, displace Tarsalu. You're talking about the time when he was playing the I-League, which yeah. is fewer foreigners. So, sure. that's again my point. That It's about where you play your foreigners and where do you get the optimal True. use out of your Indians. See, um, the, the, the thing, let's say for Kabra, for example, is that he cannot play his preferred position because... Let's say there are better players in the BFC squad for that right now. The way I see it, I think uh, Carles has done a like for example Lishu Kumar. I think he's come he's improving as it goes on. So it's also on the player as well. Like you said about Udanta, I don't think it's 
Scarlet, I think it's the right it's, yeah. it's, it's about motivation, it's about our application, it's about commitment. You can see that with Sunil Chetri. It doesn't matter who the coach is. Right? That man wants to be better than he was yesterday. And you can see it on the field, it's, it's visceral. You can physically see the effort that he puts in. And if that doesn't, if you, that doesn't inspire you as a teammate, I don't know what will. Also, one factor which, I mean, it's an interesting point you mentioned about Udanta and lack of motivation. Another point which we may not be able to factor in, you know, we don't talk as often with these players as we should. But how much uh, does playing for India motivate them? Because India hasn't played a match in a long time. So, does that affect them a bit? Like, you know, when they're playing domestic matches week in, week out, does that tend to become a little monotonous? Because the ultimate goal for everybody, I'm, I'm assuming, is still, you know, putting on that India jersey and putting on a show. So that hasn't happened for them. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. 2019 was a great year in that sense that they got a lot of football in, True. but they've not had any, and I don't think they'll get any more before uh, the Qatar match. So yeah, <laughs> and it's also about being slightly complacent in yeah. the sense that I won't be dropped. Yeah. yeah, I, I am the I am the best in this position, so I won't be dropped. If that is the case, then obviously you will regress, regardless who who manages you, who plays along with you. Yeah, because uh, I remember last year at the end of the season when talking to Carles, he told me the guy with the highest ceiling in this team is Udanta. And from there, he has come to a point where he has openly questioned him in a press conference. He's yeah. dropped him from the team. He's hooked him in the last match also in against yeah. Hyderabad as well. Yeah. So, he's trying different things to motivate him. Yeah, he's him. trying to motivate him. But at the same time, he has also said, look, if that cross to uh, Rafael had uh, been an assist at that goal against Kerala, or if the time when he headed the bar or something had gone in, yeah. maybe his confidence would have been somewhere correct, else and correct, correct. it's small these things. But uh, let's hope that Udanta can uh, come back to the form because I don't know. Not yeah. because of the Qatar game, because I don't think we're going to win that either way. But no, but still, Udanta is such a lovely player to watch when he's on form, isn't he? Well, there's he's, nothing like him in Indian football. He's, he's, he's fast, he's direct, he's incisive, he sees things. He may not be able to execute them all the time, but he sees them. And at he the start sees patterns of We were so excited at the prospect of, you know, Udanta, Ashik, Ashik Chetri, Chetri, all together. Uh, it's just not come together at that, like, you know, dream match. But to be it. fair, uh, Carles has given that. Uh, True. He's, he's given, given them a chance. Yes, yes, he's given them a chance. So, so they've just not been able yeah, to I'm capitalize. Just saying, yeah, I'm just saying more on a sort of, you know, what if level that. Yeah. Your BFC season could have looked very different if these three had clicked immediately and India won a few matches. And like BFC yeah. as a club has invested so much in Udanta yes. because uh, they held him back when they moved to ISL. They had to hold him back and they had to let go of Hamrinder and uh, Eugene who were big stars at that time mm-hmm. as well and big players in that team just to keep him. And now, and then I know for a fact that they were working on his uh, movement inside and he was not shooting enough and Sunil and the analysts and the coaches were working on him to get more shots in. And his numbers went up last year. His assist was always good. His numbers went up last year in terms of goals as well and key goals. Yeah. And this year… he's capable of playing as a a forward pretty much. I mean, that's what he did in the away game in Qatar. Yeah. So, he can do that but let's just hope… Maybe he's lost some uh, confidence. Uh, once he finds that, maybe he'll, uh, all it ta- like you always say, all it takes is that one performance. But what do you guys think? Top two finish for BFC possible? Not. I think possible. This, this is my dream scenario. Okay. So I want. Okay, percentage probability. More cogent question. No, I think BFC probably won't get that. I I think they will get that. I think I think they will beat ATK at home. So this is my dream scenario though. 
I want the last match ATK versus BFC to come here with both teams and Goa in the having place, yeah. in a fray having this result mattering for the top sure. spot. I think we know, know who's top Rom in Goa goes up. Yeah, that's <laughs> I the, think that's quite unless Goa win all their matches. Hmm. That's quite possible. Yeah, that's I'm hoping that nobody fucks this up for me. <laughs> but Chennai are waiting, so yeah, I mean, that's sure probably coil is like <laughs> coiled over his and Chennai have been uh, listening to this ugly habit of doing spoiling but, everything. Uh, so. I'll be Remiss if they fuck it up <laughs> against that uh, blasters team. But we'll oh my get, god, imagine! Yes, but we'll get to that. Before all that, all <laughs> absolutely. So, Mumbai City, yeah, struggling to hold down the fourth place now. Yeah, difficult team to predict, and yeah, I mean, just showing up a little bit of their weaknesses every now and then. Clearly, they're very good at home, that doesn't affect them too much, except when it's Goa. And they have some sort of a they have some sort of a hex over BFC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but it's so weird. I mean, you go on the 17th, they beat BFC Tunnel. On the 24th, they go to Hyderabad and draw. This Hyderabad team. So I. I, I know we laugh and joke about Hyderabad. Maybe they are improving. And they are improving. I, I think that that is Mumbai City's season in a microcosm. In the yeah, sense that yeah. you can't, you don't know which Mumbai City is going to turn up. It might be the battlers who will get you that one nil win. Yeah. It might be the guys who are like. And so the fun thing about Hyderabad is it's a very disjointed team. Like there's so many defensive errors. So Anything many, can like, happen. Yeah. Miss passes in midfield, but they have a pretty decent like you know gun big striker in Bobo. Uh-huh. They've got Marcelino and they've got a very good goalkeeper as well. So they they have this knack of. Coming up with good performances, which of course result in a you know shocking scoreline still, but you can never count them out in a game. So yeah, and I love that I, they have listened to Colasso. Yeah, and they have Ajay Chetri also, so two young youngish players. So <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, I heard this through the grapevine. Yeah. What do you think of Lobera to Mumbai next year? Because they are going to be city. taken over by City. Yeah. It'll be fun. They have the funds too. Yeah, it'll be unfair on Costa though because he's worked very yes, hard with this team over two seasons and he's made them quite a competitive unit. I mean, they're probably not as good as sometimes their point stable position shows them out to be. Sure. So yeah, but it's it's a competitive market out there and you've yeah. got to go with what you think will work best for you. And I also heard from not from any club source yes. that they are uh, looking for Nishu Kumar to be signed because they're losing Shubhashis. Yeah. And the other Vishu thing. will do well with, you know, in a Lobera team, to be fair. Because Lobera gives his fullbacks the kind of freedom that Nishu craves. That he enjoys here as well. Yeah. But I don't think he would have he would do as well with in a Jorge Costa team as he would in a Lobera team. Because Jorge Costa know, knows what he wants from his defenders. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, uh, yeah. the takeover with the city football group will mean is that in coming seasons we'll get to see a few ex city players probably coming over. So Keep your eyes on that. Yeah, please. start looking at anybody who's Phil in Ford. the mid to late thirties. <laughs> Phil Ford, it's a good option. I think anyway. He likes India. He's been here. Pleasant memories. Yeah, it's yeah. nice people around. Yeah, he'll destroy his league. You know this. Right? I know, but like anyway, no, I mean, he's not playing for City. Right? Look, look up their roster. Look at players who are probably already past thirty. David Silva, and start thinking about who would be the perfect fit. To play in India, actually, Silva because they will be able to dish out the money. So it will just be a matter of convincing them that yes, you know, Mumbai is not such a bad place. Plus, if like you say, if they have Lobera in there, yeah. 
So props to Owen Coyle. I like I said in the previous podcast, I think or the, the one before that, I did not expect this. He was a good coach in bowling. He was, but he smart acquisition in bowlers, but Vishal Kaith. Yeah, true. One of the best second line of Indian goalkeepers we have. Extremely good. They still have Karanjit as a fallback option, so that's that's good bargain buy. Yes, absolutely. Let's hope they keep pushing on. Well done, Chennai. And now Odisha again injuries taking a toll. Looks and like it's beyond them. They took the game to Goa. Yeah, they that did. That is impressive. And came back from the dead. Own move. Man was on to finishing. My God. He first should have had a hat-trick. First, first two goals. He should have had a hat-trick. I mean, he was like two minutes onside for the goal he scored. Don't know why it was a good goal. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, so, does this go on to show that play to your striker's strength and he might get the goals to you? Absolutely. And probably what was missing when he was playing at DFC. Because I mean, now that he spoke about it. Yeah. Uh, maybe BFC was just not able to kind of uh, adapt themselves to the way that I mean we don't know because uh, I believe he was also coming back from injury yeah, or, yeah, or an off season or something. So either way he wasn't hundred percent when he played at BFC. But yeah, maybe if he strikes form, then Odisha could still be in the chance. Good game coming up against ATK for them pretty much do or die. They need to win that to be in top four contention. Yeah. Otherwise, it becomes a slightly slippery slope with two matches to go. What do you think about uh, the playoff chances? Yeah, I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. Uh, again, but that's again due to the injuries that they've had. I, as as fun as Onmu scoring has been, I think Adidas is a better player than him. He better fit for the Odisha team. They will miss him. So, so mathematically now they are, you know, below both Mumbai and Chennai. But because of the. Uh, Unpredictable nature of this league—you never know what might happen. One of those two Fair teams, enough. or both, could just lose their form a bit, yeah. start dropping points. So that could just bring them back into the uh, whole equation. So I would still not count them out, but yes, their chances have definitely diminished a lot. And if they lose to ATK, which is what is expected, then that will definitely sort of almost rule them out. For a minute, I was thinking when Onu was scoring those goals, yeah. I was like, "What a loan by BSC." Uh, <laughs> If you take points of Goa and he takes points of ATK, that's Super. like the ideal thing they could have done to ruin other teams' chances. But unfortunately, that's not how it ended up. Then uh, moving on to Jamshedpur, I pretty much have not a lot to talk about them. I think they are on a downward spiral. They've got one win in five. Uh, whatever form that Castel had built, yeah. that uh, steam that they had built, yeah. just never came back. I'll, I'll say one interesting thing about them, though. I mean, which is not. Esoteric knowledge or anything, almost everybody knows this, but something which was again pointed out by my friend from the broadcast side, whom I met a few days ago. So he said that uh, Jamshedpur are pretty much the model club in the ISL because that's what every team needs to aspire to be more by chance, not so much by choice. They've got their own stadium, they've got their own facilities, they're spending the least among all the teams in organizing a match. So this is the kind of model that every Indian football club needs to move towards, whether in the ISL or in the ISL. And it's something that we haven't had over whatever hundred years of football. Yes, the Calcutta clubs do have their own grounds, but those are still very sort of temporary and uh, not quite adequate stadium. Stadium. So we need to have teams like Jamshedpur coming up doing well because it needs to be emulated by other teams. They need to have their own grounds. They need to take ownership of some of these facilities and everything. I don't know if it will happen overnight, but hopefully, you know, five or six years down the line. A few more clubs will have their own stadium, their own practice facilities, so that we we don't have this whole you know chasing the wheel kind of uh, situation in in Indian football. 
plus the, the location, like, uh, India is not just the metro city. Yeah. We keep perfect forgetting for, that. Perfect for uh, a team to be based out of because they have that uh, local uh, area talent mm, as well too. Absolutely. Sport loving public who yeah. want to who want to see who want to play and uh, a team that encourages that team that builds schools academies that cater to the local yeah. populace these matter you do not see it right now but down yes. the line these are the things that will and disadvantaged communities you know communities with tribes absolutely mm. they are the kind i mean this is what sport is about it's about giving them a chance to and giving them a an opportunity to be part of the mainstream. So that's something that you pray for are doing and you know, hats off to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So larger picture, great job, Kripshet. So, uh, smaller picture, uh, I mean, no this season, yeah. yeah, I see. And, uh, the Castle are, injury just derailed them. Yeah, absolutely. And pity as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, now to talk about the most uh, I mean, <laughs> exciting time of the podcast. Uh, you can see you are... <laughs> I think you are jumping at the bits. Uh, so, why don't I? Why? How many suspensions has uh, Shatori had this season? I always see him uh, somewhere in the stand. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think he's just sitting there now. <laughs> he's, like, he's had enough. He yeah. sits there, he tells people that they played better football than others. Yeah, Only one team has played football. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, so, forget like 3 6 at home, we discussed with Chennai. They have conceded 12 but, goals in the last 3 games. So, we'll talk about the Chennai team. Chennai game. It was the goals that they conceded were exactly the same that they conceded against Chennai last time. The exact same goals. A high line when the defenders don't know and cannot play high line. Defense suicidal back passes. Suicidal back passes. What was the back four in this game? Rakib, Gaikwad, Zoverloon, and Jisal. Uh, yeah. I mean, personal may change, but if they play the same thing, you know what's not working, right? And it, how can you concede against the, the a team that you know will run behind you, a team you know that has faster players, players who pass well through the lines, between the lines? Why do you want to do the same thing again and again and again? It yeah. makes zero sense to I me. I think exasperating for fans, but great to watch as neutrals because they are capable of anything. I mean, some of the goals they are scoring this season. I mean, team Ogbeche is doing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he is he's insane. Yeah. He's yeah. superb. What a player. He's doing a lot. And the, his Messi, goal Messi has been a constant, good. like, you know, prior. Yeah. He's, he's scored some goals as well. I mean, even with Goyan basically helping you, <laughs> they couldn't. Uh, I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. No, it's not, I don't think it's offensively that they have a problem. Offensively, they're decent. With Ogbeche, if you create three chances, you will score at least one goal. But it's about what goes on behind. So them. why I was asking about the back four formation is that this tends to happen sometimes when it keeps shifting, when personnel keep changing. Communication is probably the first casualty, and I think that's happening with this team. Right? Maybe they know what they need to do, but they're just not able to do it. And let's not forget that playing at the Nehru Stadium in Kochi is like playing in the cold. Hmm. So you need to be a little more uh, composed. Hmm. And, yeah, you need to be a little better prepared. There's, there's, there's this uh, really good, interesting story that's like, you know, delve into history for a bit. So, in the 1962 uh, Asian Games final, where India was playing South Korea, so the entire Jakarta crowd was against India. Mm-hmm. So, what the Indian coach S.A. Rahim had told his players was, he had anticipated this because there had been some political issues, you know, the Indian chef de mission had made some unfavorable statements about the local organizing committee. So, the locals basically hated the Indian team. Mm-hmm. 
So all he te- told his players during practice was that uh, make sure you don't depend on each other's voice. Mm-hmm. So work with gestures, you know, how to maintain a line and everything. And it worked to a perfection in the game because yes, the entire crowd, the Bunkarno Stadium as it is now, probably like close to a lakh people, everybody rooting against you. Every time you get the ball, people are whistling and hooting. But they were able to find a way because they had practiced for that. So maybe that's something that uh, teams which play under those big crowds need to do more often. They need to prepare for contingencies where they're not able to uh, sort of communicate as as they would normally. But coming to you now, because uh, we've spoken about this a lot. How much longer can Elko keep saying injuries, injuries? Because let's face it, every team has injuries. Rafael Alonso has not played for BFC at all this season, basically. But we did agree last podcast that we should give him. This season, yeah. Should give him one season. Yeah, sure. One season is cool. But uh, he cannot, what I was getting to was, make uh, lofty claims in the press conferences after. Or on Twitter. Yes. Because Twitter is for him is like a world press conference, I think. (laughs) But Rehenis, he packed Rehenis. Over Bilal. Yeah, when Bilal Bilal was playing, he threw Bilal under the bus saying he's not my number one. I think he he needs a digital detox. Take away his phone and... No, just let him concentrate no. on his coaching for a bit. No, no I won't take away. Yeah, it won't be fun for uh, Anirudh, but <laughs> maybe he just needs a little bit of time to, you know, get away from the just the stress of managing this team. In that sense, I mean, I'm not saying sack him. <laughs> yeah. I was just wondering. Yeah. No, just, yeah. Hopefully, they use off-season and pre-season for the next a little smarter than they have this yeah. time. I mean, start preparing for next season because clearly you're not making the playoffs this year. Yeah, absolutely, no chance. And uh, try and incorporate Sahil somehow because people really, really care. Yeah, I, I, it's an interesting one. What's happening exactly with Sahil? Like, yeah. why? And he keeps saying, I want to make him, I want to make the team I around think, him. Want to I think it might be an ego thing for all you know. Possibly. Because if, without him also, you're not winning. Yeah. So, so might as well try him. So I don't understand the thing. And it's not like he's playing, playing ground-breaking football without him. It's, he's, still, he's playing 4-4-2. Yeah. Essential football, right? With hard-working winners. This puts it into context and they beat uh, Hyderabad 5-0 or whatever it was. Prashant Kalinga was trying to do rainbows and all. And then uh, that Bobo and Santosh and all ran and told him, don't, when we are losing, don't do all this. Uh, so, I just, if any, if, so I think it's in Prashant Kalinga I, I or say, Prashant Parmishan. That's a cricketer. I say, I say so, Prashant K. Yeah, Prashant. So, Prashant, please don't do all these things. That's what he says, I say, please keep doing that. It's fun. So, Nonsensical. Uh, North East and Hyderabad, I'm just going to like not talk about because. I mean, uh, let's give them the. Next they, neither yeah. of them have any yeah. wins in five yeah. games. Yeah. Everything is over. Uh, prepare for the next season. Uh, Hyderabad is playing for Pune since, so we have to let them. I have it on good record that North East apparently is run by Khalid Jamil. I mean, he's pretty much the man in charge. And so. you can see it in the, the way they play, the organization. The way they play like this ATK especially. Very Khalid Jamil. Is it a recent change? No, no. It, it is pretty much the way that they have been this season. So, Robert Yani is clearly the pretty face up front. So, it looks like he won't probably be retained. Let's see. Yeah. Unless there's a big surprise up our way or something. But, I mean, considering that, then they've not done too badly because they have performed well in some matches. You have to look at their... Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a team which is low on, you know, personnel. And once they lose somebody that important, then it will always be difficult for them. Absolutely. Uh, now, next season, 
we did some digging after some of you mentioned this. Yeah. Uh, it looks more and more likely that it's going to be a 27 league, 27 game league. Three rounds. With three rounds of uh, fixtures for every team, uh, plus a super cup or something in the beginning and uh, something at the end, or pre-season tournament in the beginning and at the end, or something yeah. like that. Or maybe first phase of super cup in the beginning and the last phase at the end. So it seems. Like a good way to go. If it if it does happen, it looks likely. But yeah, I mean, you've got to do everything you can to make uh, teams play more competitive games. I'm still waiting for promotion and relegation to come in, but yeah, we know that's a bridge that is still a little bit further away. But yeah, I mean, this will definitely help them, and it'll help them plan better for a season because this season it's almost it just began yesterday and it's going to be over the after. Yeah. So I think it's going to be from August to. March or something. That's what you need. You yeah. need a longer time span. You need more breaks between games, and you need yeah, you need teams to be operating with that plan in mind. That you know, it's not that you should in a week's time need to play one at home, then three days away, you know, go halfway across the country, then come back and play again four days later. So that's some of the. I mean, it's it's difficult to plan a domestic Indian football season. I can tell because I've done a few, you know, schedules for Indian football in the past, uh, and there, there'll always I was telling Anur that there'll always be issues mm. when you're playing in Calcutta. There are certain yeah. dates which you just can't, you know, mark a game because they won't. There won't be any police protection. <laughs> there are uh, obvious, uh, you know, issues at hand, but but you've got to plan your way better so that the season is spread out more. There's a bigger pool of players who get a chance, and you know teams are made to work a little harder for those points. Absolutely, and, and because you'll you'll see with a longer season, you'll see the squad being utilized a lot more. Which is very good for Indian players in the squad, the youngsters. You'll see a lot more of those guys coming through. Ideally, of course, like Zeban said, be much better if we had more teams, uh, relegation, promotion, and. But for a starting point, this is not bad. And cut down on one more foreigner, please. You know, I don't think that is happening, though. Right. Yeah, but uh, it, would be, it would be. Wishes for horses. Yeah. <laughs> but the I think they're still working out the television part of it. I'm not completely sure. Somewhere I read this is this part I read. I, nobody told me it's going to be a weekend thing. In which case, it is a double-edged sword. So to speak, with the number of people who tune into foreign football at that time, how much of them? I mean, it's great for live football. It's yeah, because very, India very is not marketed for and, live football. And it's, it's not only great for live football; it's great for the footballers as well. But then, because yeah. this is not cricket. Yeah, you don't play it every day. Right? And you would it's imagine fun. that, uh, say, uh, you know, Hyderabad playing on a Saturday at 7:30 will draw a better crowd than Hyderabad playing on a Tuesday Correct. or yeah. Wednesday at 7:30. Correct. So it's. And I, ideally, we should cater to live football as much as we can. Ideally, yeah. Yes, they will suffer because most most people would prefer to watch a higher level of football without being condescending or thing. It is a higher level of football in the Premier League or the Serie A or the La Liga. Yeah, that's not all. You may lose a few viewers like that, but in the long run, this is what's going to help: encouraging live football, encouraging crowds to come to the ground, encouraging that as a weekend getaway. It will work, and it'll also be a true test of uh, local football fans in the sense how many actually do turn up to the stadium. We'll actually know how much they care, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, hope it becomes a better product and a longer product because, as a football writer myself, thankfully I do other things. Otherwise, I would be very bored for like uh, 
six months of the no, eight months of the year I'll have nothing. Imagine about the footballers. Yeah. In the winter, yeah, 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 look at that pre-season. That might explain why Udatta is regressing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is the end of the episode then. Uh, thank you so much, Anirudh. Thank you so much, Devay, for your time. Thank you. Listeners, please keep listening to us in whatever, uh, you know, podcast platform that you're on, Savin, Spotify, uh, whatever it may be, Audioboom. And uh, we'll try to bring as much new stories. I think we've given some good insights today. We'll try to give as much uh, insights going into the future. So uh, keep listening to us and enjoy the game.